Okay, Baruch Hashem, <clears throat> we're able again, you know, to uh, to work on our lives. Uh, there's so much to say about what's going on in the world, to what's going on with this corona. Uh, we cannot say something. Uh, the only thing I could say, I think, is that I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not big enough to know uh, how to respond and uh, what Hashem wants. But I could uh, just say that we can't go wrong with, uh, with Hilchus Lashon Hara and being positive and loving each other. Uh, you don't have to be so, uh, so smart to see that the whole thing of the corona, the whole thing is keeping people in uh, bidud, and uh, separating people and keeping people to themselves, um, especially after a Purim. Uh, someone said last night at the airport, they sent me a message how uh, all the B'nai Torah, to see he was in the airport with hundreds of people leaving Eretz Yisrael uh, to, to go back to Chutzlars to post Zman. Uh, and uh, we just need to be mechazik, that's all. We have to be mechazik, the fact that they just put a ban in Eretz Yisrael on uh, gatherings of shuls, that's what it says. It says, uh, here, I'll read it. <clears throat> what did it say? It said, um, yeah, just to hear the words. Just the words that say, um, Here. No chasana, shuls, bate midrashim, and any gathering more than 100 people allowed. So, like we've said before, it doesn't matter where the decree comes from, right? Whether it comes from the KGB, or it comes from uh, the czar, or it comes from the government uh, in uh, Germany, or it comes from whatever. At the end of the day, it comes from Hashem. Hashem is the one who's making the xeris, and whatever we could do, that to be machazik, that's all we could do. A, a Jew has to always, always ask himself, what what could I do personally? What could I do in my daladamas? What could I do, whether it's in tefillah, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. We don't know where this is going, but uh, but we know that ain chadash tachas hashemesh. There's nothing new with Klal Yisrael has been through different things. We have to be machazik. We have to strengthen ourselves, however we can and. And there's no greater way that a person can strengthen himself in, in Hilchus Lashon Hara. As we're more or less finishing the Sefer today, it's very, I'm happy we're finishing it because the Chavetz Chaim concludes in his Sefer, as we're concluding the Zman, more or less, he says, one needs to, page 325, day 122, one needs to continuously ingrain in his heart the following rules. Now, what does that mean to ingrain in your heart? It means you got a chazer over and over, doesn't matter if it's uh, after Purim, before Purim, the middle of the Zman, the end of the Zman. Every day a person has to ingrain in his heart, uh, number one, to cautiously measure one's words, to be careful what comes out of his mouth, to make sure that his, number two, to make sure that his words are accurate. So number one, to measure your words, to make sure they're, they're accurate, to be careful that every word that is said complies with halacha, to be very careful what comes out of your mouth. Then the Chavetz Chaim promises, one who fulfills these instructions will merit a great reward. Hashem will rescue him from the traps of the Yetzirah. Is that the more a person is careful what comes out of his mouth, Chavetz Chaim ends his Sefer with a tefillah. May Hashem save us from transgressing and may He grant us miraculous wonders from His Torah. May Hashem be blessed Forever and ever, amen v'amen. That's the end of the Sefer Chavetz Chaim. And for us, right? And for us, it's not a, it's, it doesn't matter if it's the end, it's just like the Mesil Sisharim. It doesn't matter the end, it doesn't matter the beginning. The bottom line is, right, as Tuvia, the youngest uh, member in the Shir right now. Tuvia, welcome Tuvia. How old is Tuvia, Kanai Nara? Four months. Tuvia is four months old. Right, so Ashrei Aviv, Ashrei Aviv blesses his father, blesses his mother that has brought a four-month-old to learn Chavetz Chaim, to learn Hilchas Lashon Hara. You got to start, start young and continue 
your whole life. Because the truth is that that is mi ha'isha chavetz chaim, oev yamim liros tov, is that it's all about every day as much as a person can to see the good and to understand the good and to try and find the good. Obviously, finding the good is because you can't see it. So we have to look and search and search and search. You have to constantly search. You don't give up. Don't ever give up from searching to find the good. And sometimes when it's difficult to find the good, that's okay. You want to keep on searching and searching every day. Like I said, it doesn't matter if it's, doesn't matter how many days they have to put him. doesn't matter you were inspired, you're not inspired. Every day a person wants to start new and wants to try and understand how he can connect himself to Hashem, connect himself to the Jewish people. And it's something that a person needs to constantly drill into for his life. So Hashem should help each and every one of us as we started. This is our second year, Baruch Hashem. Right, we started two years ago after Pesach. So Baruch Hashem will start afterwards as well. And I could just be made. I could just testify my, for myself, from, from my own life. My own life. And Baruch Hashem, I was never a big Lashon Hara guy. Anyway, I didn't have well, has zero. I never really learned Tilchus Chavetz Chaim, but I had zero interest. Hashem saved me. I guess my parents are, are, are good people. I was brought up where we, we didn't speak Lashon Hara. I'm saying Baruch Hashem, Hashem saved me that I had no interest in, uh, in talking about other people. Zero interest. I'm more, I guess I'm more self-centered. I'd rather talk about myself and talk about uh, my life than talk about someone else's life. But since I learned Tilchus Lashon Hara, it's become much deeper. It's become much more like, uh, you know, much more uh, like sensitive and even more when it comes about like saying anything, just to be careful. So I could just testify after two years of, of, of learning Tilchus Lashon Hara with, with everybody, my life has transformed in the sensitivity of, of what comes out of my mouth. And I can tell you one thing also, as the Chavetz Chaim promises, and I see it, I see it literally on a daily or every other day basis, that the more you learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara, the more somehow Hashem saves you from, from talking Lashon Hara, or for saying something, or from hearing. It's really true. All we have to do is just try, especially as, as it's Bein Azmanim, and it's uh, vacation time. A person has to be extra careful not to, as he's going to go home, and people are home, and there's more time. A person has to be very, very careful. Very, very careful with the people that he hangs around. Um, I was speaking to someone yesterday talking about going home, right? So, uh, so uh, one of the things I said over was from the, the Chazanish, they say over, I think so, I've, I've heard this story many, 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 many years ago, that the Chazanish, um, I think they say uh, his wife, maybe at the end of her life, I, I don't know the whole story, that you know, she, she, had some, uh, she had some difficulties, she wasn't 100%, whatever it is. So they say that once, when he was giving shear, he's giving shear to the Olam, and his wife was throwing things at him. Like throwing, you know, throwing, I think they say it was like pillows or something, throwing pillows at him while he was in, in shear. And uh, after, uh, after the shear, one of the Talmidim came over to the Chazanish and says, you're sitting there, your wife's sitting there chucking pillows at you, like, and you didn't even flinch. So the, so the Chazanish said, he says, I know that she's going to throw about seven pillows, so I could handle that. After seven, I started getting a little crazy. But until then, I could handle it, right? So, so the the Eitzah that I told one of the one of the one of the guys, we were talking about going home, right? Everybody has to know what they can handle and what they can't handle. Then, then it's then it's your fault if you stick around the kitchen too long. No, no pun intended. The kitchen when it's hot in the kitchen, right? Get out of the kitchen. I'm saying if you're going home, it's your fault or not 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 a good word. Fault. Sorry. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility if you're going home and you're going to get angry at your mother and you're going to get angry at your father and you're going to say, oh, my mother and my father are X, Y, and Z. Well, guess what, buddy? It's not the first time you met your parents. So maybe, maybe it's your responsibility to say, oh, okay, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the problem. So if you can handle going home and helping out for an hour... Or you can handle going home helping out for two hours. Or you can handle going home helping out for five hours. But I guarantee you, well, 
Well, let me say it better. Don't worry about your mother changing and your father changing and your siblings changing and your whole family changing. It's not their job for you to make sure that they change. That's not their job. You're going to assume when you go home that your family is going to be exactly the way, the way you left them. The, the question is, how much on you are you going to go ahead and go in there? It's like, it's like we're talking about, Hilchus Lashonara. person's going to a table, and oh, you're surprised that at the table they're talking Lashonara, and now you want to know how to escape the fact that people are sitting there beating each other up with bats, right? Literally with bats beating up people. And now you want to know, right, how to deal with that. Well, who asked you to sit there to begin with? To, 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 to handle and to hear all of the craziness that's going on. So everybody has to, not everybody has to. If you want to live a, a, a better life, th- then, then stop your expectations from other people changing. And that goes from parents to children equally as well. Just like it goes from, from children to parents, it's the same thing from parents to children. Right? You know what you're going to get from, from your children. You know, what, you know what it's going to be from your spouse. You know what... Your, your, your house is going to be like so, so there's no reason to get upset at anybody There's no reason Obviously it's normal It's natural that we get upset at people But you want to check yourself That's I think the key So Hashem should help us all Hashem should help everybody To have a beautiful Pesach Hashem should help everybody Start the Hachanas for Pesach This is the Hachanas for, for Pesach is Bedikas Chametz You want to start checking You start checking yourself Start checking yourself. That's the biggest way to start cleaning for Pesach. Start cleaning yourself up. Start looking at yourself and seeing how you can work on yourself. Especially Pesach where it's family. Oh, family, family. Exactly. That's the time to really check yourself because the people closest to us are the people that we hurt the most. The people closest to us are the people who show us who we truly are. So Hashem will help us through learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara. I suggest everybody to try and learn the Halachas with their families, to try and learn the Halachas with, with whoever they can. You can't overdo it. You can't overdo uh, the learning the Halachas. Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people should, uh, should be pure from speaking any Lashon Hara for us today and every day for us and all the Jewish people. Okay, I can't believe we're starting, but you know what? It's very good. Today we're starting Yesoid Achsidus Vesharish Avoida Tmima, who says Barvi Samitz Etzalada Machavas Balamo. Right, we're Mamish starting off the, the first lines of the Mesil Shisharim uh, after Purim. I love it. It's so beautiful. That's, that's exactly the way we want life to be. Why? Because Yesoid Achsidus Vesharish Avoida Tmima, because in order to get to anywhere, is The first thing you have to do is you have to identify what your main thing is. That's the first thing you have to do. First you need to have your main thing. What is your main thing? And if you don't have your main thing, then you're just going to be blow, blowing in the wind. All you're going to do is be blowing in the wind. If you don't have your main thing, and your main thing could be for today, your main thing could be for the week, your main thing could be for the next couple months. But once you have clear what your main thing is, that is step one. We're not even talking about keeping the main thing the main thing. That's the next step, to keep it. So good, you could be But first you have to clarify and crystallize. What are you doing? And if a person says the words, I don't know, so then what do you expect from yourself? So don't be surprised. What do you expect from yourself? So I don't know. Okay, so you don't know. So there's nothing to talk about. You have nothing to talk about if you don't have clarity. Now, the Mesil Sisharim says straight out that the foundation of, of being of greatness as a Jew, the root of working, working and being somebody who works hard Somebody who, who gets to a level of, of his purpose in life is for a person to establish what is my purpose, ba'olamo. And that's very key. A lot of people talk about ba'olamo, right? I never heard this growing up, ba'olamo. Now they're medayik because everyone has their own little world, right? Everyone's living in their own world. Back in the day, I never heard the diak of olamo. We said, what's your purpose? It's in your world. 
which means your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your talents, your problems, your insecurities, your challenges, where you live, where you're going, where you're headed. You want to do this. First, the person has to clarify. Say, so what is it that I need to do? What is it that I need to accomplish? Now, the second thing, I think, the second thing he says, And then there's keeping the main thing, the main thing. Meaning, meaning you could know what you have to do, but then you forget. That's usually what happens. I know I got to do it. I know I got to do it. I know I got to do it. But you don't keep it in front of you. People who are, people who are, who are um, obsessed with, with, with getting somewhere, people who are, who are focused to get somewhere, nothing will distract them. Nothing's going to distract them. So the first step is for a person to first be misbarer and be misamets, etzel adam. First the person has to say, what is my goal? Is my goal happiness? Is my goal yiras Hashem? Is my goal to have a good relationship with my parents? Is my goal to stop giving to my desires? Is my goal to be a better husband? Now a person could say, okay, he can't do all of those things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, a person needs to clarify mission over and over and over and over and over again. Otherwise, you'll end up just being just literally flopping in the wind. That's usually what, what, what will happen to a person, as, as he says in the beginning. And if you don't work hard to clarify your goal, you don't work hard to cl- clarify over and over and over and over and over again, then, right, then I guess the person's in trouble. But the first two lines of the Masil Sharm, and I want to hear from everybody here, but the Masil Sharm starts off with the most, the most basic things, which is mission, mission statement. What's your mission statement of your life? Now, obviously, when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, it's hard to say what your mission statement of your life is. But you could say, my life is right now. My life is today. What's my mission statement of today? What is my mission statement today? What's my mission statement this week? I'm going home. What's my mission statement for going home for the next month, month and whatever it is? What's my mission? What do I want to accomplish? And the only person who's responsible for that is you. Nobody else is responsible for that. You're the only one responsible for that. Everybody else is responsible for themselves. You're responsible for that. Question, comments on that, please. This line, we could literally spend the whole, our whole life on. Yes. Right. Right. So that's what I told you. I said you don't have to worry about your mission for life. You don't have to worry about your mission for life. Your life is right now. You're, it's happening right this moment. So Baruch Hashem, especially when you're in yeshiva, it's much easier to have a mission when you're in yeshiva. A guy could say, my mission in yeshiva is X, Y, and Z. Right? Eli Somik, anyone who knows him from afar, knows that he's accomplishing his mission. I have no doubt in my mind. In the Godly Dominion. What does the guy do all day? What does he do all day? He learns. He's nice. Couldn't hurt a fly. And sits in base Medrash. Uh, sits in Masil Sharm for a, a full year. Sitting there listening. Paying attention. So, so you're for sure fulfilling your mission. Yeah. Someone else please. Yes. Here you go. Yeah. The information of life is the two middle letters of life. Uh, if, if your life is dependent upon if I'll become famous, if I'll become rich, it's always dependent upon something else, you never reach that goal. It's always dependent on something outside of yourself. But the, the, the Hebrew word for life is Chaim. The beautiful letters are Yod Yod. Hashem. And Hashem is already, already inside of us. Beautiful. I, I, know, I know my mission in life already. I'm living beautiful. with Hashem always. I, I'm, I've, already, I've already achieved my mission. I know I'm, I'm alive. Beautiful. Shkayar, wow. beautiful. Very nice. Beautiful. Yeah. That's Rabbi Erblach. Yeah. Bochrem for Reichen. I mean, when it comes to his mind, is it something that we're supposed to just say whatever Kabbalists we made during, let's say, this man is what we should try to hold and keep, or right. try to make new Kabbalists for? Right. So I think so. That's a great question. I think that I think that it's always important to shift gears. You have to know when you're on the highway. You have to know when there's traffic. You have to know when you're on the on the on the roads on the side roads, and based on that, you're going to drive differently. So, so too with mission, I think, thank you, Rabbi Rebbelech, very good point, 
right? Your mission in yeshiva usually, believe it or not, believe it or not, your mission in yeshiva is usually much easier. That's why the Yetzirah is much stronger. Because when you go home, right, your, your mission changes. You're not in, you're not in base medrash all day. You want to help out a little bit. You're more with family. You want to sort of focus, you know, especially going to America. I know guys from, from England or whatever, I don't know how it works, driving on the other side. But I know that in America, it's all about driving, having a car and driving. That's what everyone loves to go to America, but they're driving. Okay, so make sure you have Shemir Sinai when you drive. Make sure you don't get into a car accident. Make sure you don't beep and make a chil Hashem. Don't double park, exactly. Don't cut off people when you're on your way to Mincha. I'm saying, uh, obviously, I mean, right? The pshat is that, is that, is that Bain Azman and my suggestion to everybody is as many different missions as you can make, it's always better. Because then you're able to sort of, um, you know, uh, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. You know, it's good to make a, even for like, I always tell guys a lot of, the, a lot of the, especially the tzaddikim, I've spoken to Yitzi, Yitzi Weinstein, someone who has a, who has a major, Yitzi Weinstein, who, who uh, you know, who has every, every day, every hour in his life, every minute in his life is focused. So we've spoken about Friday and Matzah Shabbos and Shabbos making a mission, I'm talking about in yeshiva. You know, downtime. What's my mission of Pesach itself? Is the yomtiv of Pesach? What's my mission? That's different than than the week before Pesach. The week before Pesach, it might be your mission might be to help out at home. It might be to get out of the house. It depends on what your mother's like. Some mothers want want you out of the kitchen. Some mothers want you in the kitchen, and whatever it is that your mother wants. So, and if you can't handle that. Then, 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 then stay away. What can I tell you? If you can't handle your mother, you can't handle your father, then, then you got to stay away. You know, you, but don't get into any confrontation. But, so just to answer your question, Rabbi Erblich, I think humbly, the more the tzaddikim, I think, I think the tzaddikim are very, are very zoned in on the moments. They're very tuned in to what's today's mission. Well, obviously there's the, like Eli saying, obviously there's a goal which he's going to say. He's going to say, Masha Aruna Chachmenu Zal, is that, the, that it's all about the next world. But the irony is, is that the, the tzaddikim and the people who know how to live the life is they take from the next world and they bring it all the way down. They pull from the next world all the way down to this moment. That olam haba is right here. So yes, just to say what Rabbi Erblich is saying, the more I think a person can change missions and change his mission. But the truth is what comes out is that your mission will always more or less be within the same category. More or less, you know. Especially in Shem, you'll see when you're married. In yeshiva, your mission might be to be selfish. That, that's probably your mission to, is when you're in yeshiva. What do I mean by being selfish? It means to grow yourself. To, to totally, totally worry about yourself. Oh, people get nervous. What about my roommate? What about the chesed? I've said this many times. The biggest chesed you could do in yeshiva is to grow yourself. Because the greatest influence on people is when someone looks at his roommate and someone looks at his, his, the guy next door and says, wow, that guy is really working on himself. Obviously, you could get up, you could pass a guy uh, a fork. That's, that's like simple. Give a guy a fork, smile, say good morning to a guy. The more you work on yourself in yeshiva, the better it is. Once you get married and once you're at home, then it's, not, then, then it's not about yourself. Then it's not about yourself. Then it's about other people. When you're at home, it's about your mother and your father or your siblings. Otherwise, get back to yeshiva and, and, and sit in bed in yeshiva or come to the base medrash in yeshiva. But when a person goes home and he's totally self-centered, so that turns off a lot of people. When a person goes home and he's focused on helping his mother, his father, helping his siblings... Right? Don't worry about the Bittal Torah. Worry about the Bittal Torah when you're in yeshiva. Right? It's, uh, it's always like that. Beautiful. Very good point. Yes, Rabbi Simcharam. Um, I, I think two things. Right? Yes. I'll start with one. Um, in the Daf Yomi, yes. it, just what you're saying about Ben Islam with the bigger mission, the smaller mission, if you're carrying something and you stop to rest, then it's not called that you stop. Mm-hmm. 
is like halacha, like major halacha. Very good. So if you're going on Ben Azmanim and you know your mission, right. then even if your mission Beautiful. Quote, stops, Beautiful. halachically you didn't stop. You're, you're, Beautiful. You're, still, you're still going. Beautiful. So I just tripped out in the depth. Beautiful. Shkayach, shkayach. Beautiful. I forgot it, and then like now it came back to me. Beautiful. Anyways, and the other thing is that um, when you're talking about with the cars, I just was thinking people like they want to always move on to the next thing, and like they don't have time to like focus on like okay, so what is my mission? Like right. So what are what are my cabals? What are my mission? Like I just want to get going, and I was just thinking like with cars that the older the car and the less aligned the wheels are, the more you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel, the more you have to emphasize focus on that. The newer cars, you could really take your hands off for a few seconds because they put so much effort into keeping the wheels aligned. Beautiful. So I was just thinking that if a person really takes out the time, especially now before they go back to America and they get clear their mission, exactly. then they'll be able to have more time to, to do what they want to do because they won't have to constantly be putting their hands on the wheel and making sure the car is going straight when the bumps come because they there's such alignment in, in what they're doing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 Rabbi Simcha Rabba, um, help me um, remem- remember. Thank you so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Is that decaf or is it, is it regular? Who made it? Okay, ask him if it's okay. Yeah, you'll put it there. Just thank you. Uh, Rabbi, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Mamash Minashwai, from a Yid, from a, a book that everyone definitely needs to read. Uh, Man's Search for Meaning from Viktor Frankl. And this is the line that he says. This is, a, this, is a, this is a biggie. When a person who sent this? Oh, Rafi. Rafi Pines. When a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure. You hear that? You hear that, Yas? When a person can't find a deep sense of meaning... They distract themselves with pleasure. So, so if you are a pleasure uh, seeker and you're somebody who's, who's lost in uh, pleasures, pleasures, and I go like this, pleasures, because exactly, most people who are distracted with pleasures are depressed. Most people who, who, are, uh, who are in there and giving in to their desires really are down, and it fits with what Viktor Frankl's saying is because, yeah, it's probably from the book. And if a, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure. I love the fact that he says they distract themselves with pleasure because we think that pleasure is, uh, is the... Uh, is the bread and butter when it's all a distraction. Yes, Rabbi Zarin. Um, it's about this idea about having different goals yeah. different situations. Yeah. About the tzaddikim. Right. Rav Nachman was very it was a regular day, he had, he had one type of goal. Of right. Friday, he had exactly. Goal, exactly. Goal. exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right, exactly. Correct. Correct. But, but like Rabsim Kharab is saying, is that if you have the mission, if the mission's there, then the mission stays. That's all. The mission doesn't leave. It might, it might you know, uh, it might have different variants. It might, it might be a little bit have different shades and colors, but if the, the mission is the same, the mission is the same. Yeah, unbelievable. Yes, Gabi. How do you have a goal? How do you clarify good. it to such an extent? Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. So, so, who she is barvi, samit, zidam, achav, It's something that a person has to do over and over and over and over and over again. You have to, you have to become obsessed with it. Being, I didn't say you should have one. I definitely did not say you should have one. If you want, well, if you want to be, if you want the, the all the Ramchal is saying is the foundation. That what? What are you repeating again and again? You're saying do it again and again. Well, again, the, the, good, good. Let's, let's read the words again. Beautiful. What does he say? Yitbarer v'yitames. 
clarify, come to the truth, be honesty, be honest with yourself, be clear to me, what is my purpose in my world? So that, whose responsibility is it for my purpose to get clear? So I'm not clear. Shkoyach. Either was the Ramchal, if that's what he's saying. He said that I'm doing this in order, lilami la'atzmi. He's teaching himself. So the Ramchal was in the same boat as we all are. What did he do? He had to clarify and be honest with himself. So you have to ask yourself, or you want to ask yourself, if you want to, to ask yourself this question. And the first answer is probably not going to be what you stick with. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I have to be clear and I have to be honest. I'm not looking for an answer. I'm not looking for an answer. I'm asking how do you get clarity? Good. So yeah, okay, how do you get clarity, clarity in anything? I don't know. Seder. We'll, we'll, we'll learn weiter. But I'm saying, first, first you have to know that your goal is I got to get clarity. I got to get clarity. What, what am I clear about? Am I, cl- I, I can tell you things that we are. I can tell you things that we are clear about. Right? You're clear. Right? That's, that's one of the challenges of our generation. Right? You, I can't even say to somebody, oh, you're clear that you're a, that you're a man. <clears throat> they want to take away that clarity too. How do you know if you're a man? I think it's pretty simple. But I'm saying you're clear that you're, that you're sitting here right now. What's the truth about you? I'm saying... A person has to be misbaravis amit You have to get clarity, 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 and truth and honesty. And machovaso baolamo. What do I have to do? Right, if I told you right now that what you have to do is you have to go to the airport and you have to check in because you're a pilot for El Al and you have to see what, what they're up to and what's doing on with this whole thing. You'd look at me and say, what are you talking about? How do I know that's not your, 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 your mission in life? Because you know that that's not your mission in life. Right? A psychiatric person, Rahman al-Aslan, right, thinks that he is a, a bird and that his mission in life is to fly around. Right? There's nothing further from the truth. Yeah? So I know we want the simple answer. But, the, but the, 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 the point is, you want clarity and you want honesty of what it is that your purpose is. Yes, Yitzi. So, I, I think it's connected, but um, sort of, it's what I said in the beginning, like, you, you, people will say, like, I don't know your goal, whatever, and you're just like, okay, yeah, so you don't know it, and now you have to figure it out, whatever. But, um, like, some people, they, like, try to figure it out, but they generally can't, like, find anything, or they find, like, a couple stuff or whatever, but What's like? Which one's the goal? Which one? Like, how would you be able to figure that out? Right. Okay. So that's a little bit what Gabi's asking. Right. One thing I could say. One thing I could say is like this. One thing I could say is that it's not as complicated as people think it is. A lot of times, I'll, you want to say something, Yaakov? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I, I want to I I I say this, and we spoke about this. We spoke about this before, what, what Rabbi Erblich brought in, and I think that this is the key point. I think two things. I think number one, number one, you have to love yourself enough to care enough about yourself, to invest enough in yourself, to want to, to build yourself up with your goals. You have to first... Make, make it clear to yourself that you care about yourself enough, that you're willing to invest enough in yourself to actually get clarity about your life. That's the first step. Until a person can stop, and I've said this many times, this is not the problem. The problem is not the, 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 the phone. The problem, it's a symptom of I'm not invested enough in myself. I don't, I don't care enough in myself. That's usually the way it works. A person who, who can develop himself more and more and more, then the more, it's no, no different, we've spoken about this before, it's no different than your children. The more you invest in your children, the more you invest in your relationship with your wife, the more you invest in your relationship with Hashem, the more you invest in anything is really how you come to love someone. How do you come to love yourself? the more you invest in yourself. So you're right. It might be sometimes difficult to say, to say, and on a general level, I just want to say this to everybody also. I've sat down with many guys, sat down and said, okay, I don't know what I want to do. So like I was telling to Gabi, well, let me ask you something. 
Do you want to be a doctor? No. Do you want to be a lawyer? No. Do you want to be a fireman? No. Do you want to be a police officer? No. Okay, you're already putting it there. You're already starting to limit. What is You want to be a businessman? Okay, maybe, yeah. Businessman usually means, like, I don't really know what I want to do. I just want to make a lot of money. <laughs> right? That's usually what I want to be a businessman means. Right? What do you like to do? They're tests that help people understand themselves. Oh, that's for me. That's not for me. Do anything. You know how many seminars I went to? You know how many goyish seminars I went to? Why? Because I want to try to figure it out. Figure it out. Well, you think you're going to figure it out in, in uh, right? You spend 18, 19, 20 years, you know, in la-la land, and then you want to figure it out in one, in one sheer. I'm not talking about you yet, see. I'm just saying that's the mentality. A guy shows up to the therapist, right, and he's had a wacko, crazy, nutso childhood. His father's got anxiety. His mother's got anxiety. They have anxiety together, right? His brothers, his sisters, he was thrown out of every class. He has no shaykhs to anything. He doesn't know what's going on. He met his cell phone when he was 14 and has been, been with his cell phone from 14 till 20 years old. And then he wakes up one day and says, I want to figure out the meaning in life. And he sits with the therapist and he leaves the therapist after one session and says, eh, he can't help me. <laughs> Do you hear how insane that is? What does that mean? You need time. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time to change yourself. It takes time to figure out takes time to figure out and once you figure it out then you got to keep it then you got to keep it because you could figure it out because what happens you get inspired for a second like Yaakov just said you get inspired and you say this is what I want my day to look like this is what I want my life to look like you're like yeah I got it I got it I got it and then I also got a lot of ADD we all got ADD nowadays and then you get distracted you get distracted for a week distracted for two weeks Distracted for a month. That's why I say it's not about an hour generation. It's not so much about consistency as it is about persistency. Don't worry about your consistency. Obviously, it's important to be consistent, but that's not what your focus needs to be. Your focus needs to be persistence, which means nothing will stop me from getting there. I don't care how old I am. I don't care how long it takes me to get there, but I will get to figure out what my life is about. I will get there. I will get there. I don't know if that answers your question, Yeti. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But it's like everything, right? A guy's come and say, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. You don't know how to spell happy. <laughs> happy. I want to figure out my life. I, don't, you know, what, I mean, what, what have you done? What have you done? Not in a negative way. I'm saying, what have you done to build yourself up? What have you done to even begin the process and, and, oh, I've done it for, right, I, had, I had a guy this year tell me, oh, he's trying to get rid of certain tithes. Just, oh, you know, those days I felt so clear. How many days was it? Yeah, I had 15 days where I was trying to, 15, what's 15 days? Try a month, try two months, try three months, and you'll see your life change. You'll see your life change. Okay, you have a Yerid, okay. We spoke a little bit about this, about Ampurim. I'll say it over, we're still in the... Uh, we still are in the winds of, of Purim. And uh, everyone take this with a grain of sugar, right? But everyone talks about, you know, you fall, you know, the, the, you, you're falling down. Anyone who, is, who heard this by me. Oh, yeah, Yehuda, you heard this. Right? I was talking about you're falling down. You're falling down. Everyone's falling down, getting up. Sheva Yippol Tzadik, which is beautiful, right? And it didn't, we never talked about falling down when we were... When we were, didn't, we didn't know about the Rufutner letter till, it was, till I was after a teenager. I could have used it when I was a teenager. Everyone talks about falling down and falling down and getting up, falling down. How about this? How about stop falling down? Stop falling down. Why are you focused so much on falling down? Okay, if you fall down, you fall down, right? I was with my kid yesterday, with my, with my little guy yesterday, right? I'm, I'm telling you, this is what a child, this is what we learn from children. He should be gazun. My, my little eight-year-old, he's got energy. He could climb anywhere. He's, he loves it. We went down to a stream. We're walking around. I promise this is what he said to me. He was literally, he had his shoes off. He's, he's, he, every other second, he was falling down. Getting, he says, this is what he told me. He looked at me straight. I was like, thank you. I didn't realize I was going to share it with everybody. But it was such a, he looked at me. He's like, he's like he said it so fast. Like, oh. Uh, I kept on getting up. I kept, this is what he said to me. I kept on getting up. I kept on getting up. He wasn't even gurus that he fell down. 
He's a little kid. He's not thinking about, oh, I fell down. Oh, no regrets. No regrets. Right? No regrets. Right? No regrets. What does that mean? No regrets. Stop, stop thinking of yourself as somebody who's going to fall. No one, when, when, you're, when you're committed to something, when you're committed to something, you don't even think about the fact that you fell. That's an afterthought. It's an afterthought. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. I fell. I'm running to where I got to get to. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Okay. Right. They say once, I, I remember hearing a story once. Again, the Chazanish. I don't know why I have a second story. The Chazanish today. Right. I heard this once back in the day. We was walking and a bus came by and brushed by him or something. And it like, you know, it like he, he, he was pushed to the side. And the, the people who were around him said he didn't even flinch for a second. Like he tripped or whatever it was. He didn't flinch. He just uh, say, you know, who's got time to think about they're falling? They're not falling. They're falling. I got my mission. I got to go somewhere. Right? The lion versus, right? What's that? Leopardology. It's another book. I didn't read it. So I don't like to, to, to reference books that weren't, that weren't read, but that, that I never read. But there's, a, there's this uh, person, Leopardology. I forgot his name. A South African who was invited to a conference with Bill Gates to be the key speaker with Bill Gates. You could, you could, uh, you could YouTube it. You could look it up, right? What's his name? Yeah, okay. Balchuva, Balchuva, and he was invited to speak at this massive conference. He wrote this book, Leopardology, about business, a major book, right? They wanted to come on Shabbos. They wanted to come to Shabbos. Keynote speaker, I'm sure he could have worked it out. No microphone, he could have He says, it's my Shabbos, I ain't coming. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. What did they do? They pushed off the conference to Sunday. Right? What's the book about leopardology? What's that guy writing about? About are you a gazelle or are you a lion? How do you live your life? Are you a gazelle waiting for everything to hunt you or are you hunting it? Mm. How do you live your life? Do you live your life like a lion? You live your life like a lion or you live your life like a little gazelle that's scared. And when a person lives his life like a, like a lion, and a person lives his life, you know what it is? Yiskabar Kahari. It's the first, first sif in Shulchan. Yiskabar Kahari, what does that mean? It doesn't just mean, oh, get out of bed. Shulchan Aruch didn't just say to get out of bed. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Obviously, there's laziness. There's always been laziness. But they didn't have as much laziness as we have right, in our generation, because right, they probably couldn't stay up as late. The, 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 the lights were off. <laughs> Yisgaber Kari, Yisgaber Kari is, a, is a focus on life that I want to be like a lion. It means I want to live my life like a lion. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, you want to live your life with hunger, that you're hungry, you're hungry. And if you're not hungry, if you're not hungry, be misparer, vis amates, why I'm not hungry. But at least ask that question. Why am I not hungry? When am I going to get hungry? What's it going to take me to get hungry? Yes, Simcharabha. Um, just about what Gabi was saying. Um, in the Tony Robbins book, I think it's on the list of books to read, Awakening the Inner Giant, he talks about asking yourself the right questions. And I, when I learned Gateways to Self-Knowledge in the past week or two, or three with Ari Eisenberger, I would always notice that I would have no answers at that night, right, and then the next day, I would be in like five situations, like, oh, like, oh, I guess I do have this thing with patience. I guess I do have this thing with assertiveness, and like, only because of the questions that that genius book, Gateways to Self Knowledge, just exactly keep asking us all the questions. So, like, we all know that we're not asking ourselves these questions. What's my focus? And what's my mission? And what's a where we're not doing that. So, I just think like we have to give ourselves more um, beautiful, more time with the right questions because we'll be surprised at the answers that we get. Also, that what Yaakov Schmidman says, Mom is crazy to. So just I think about the ideal day, like I love that. Right. But anyway, Beautiful. Question, but Beautiful. So I, I've I've done this I've done this first line many times, uh, not enough. I, I look forward to doing it uh, every day the, for the rest of my life. Bezrat Hashem and, and living this way. But Rav Simcharabah just inspired me. It's definitely not Pashup Shot. I'm not saying that this is Pashup Shot. I know this is not Pashup Shot. But a nice remez and what Rav Simcharabah is saying is maybe you could say, Shezpar, oh, Ma is Chavas Balama. Ma is Chavas Balama. Ma means that Chachma is, is the letters Koyach Ma. You have to ask questions. 
Koyach, that's the, that's the Haggadah Shul Pesach, is all questions. Why? Because when you ask questions, then you'll figure out what your purpose is. When you ask yourself, what is my purpose? How can I, the right questions. You have to know what questions to ask. The right questions. How can I become happy? What could I, what could I do today to give me a better day? How could I become a better son? How could I be a better husband? How could I become close to Hashem? If you constantly are asking those questions, the answers will come. And if a person makes that his purpose in life, that he's always asking good questions, not questions of, oh, why, uh, you know, what's a bad question? Uh, what, you know, oh, why, why is this, uh, I, don't, I don't know what a bad question is, because really if, uh, you know, what? Uh, but that could be good also. And that could be good also. Says, that could also be good. That's what I'm saying. Says, any question you any ask, question. you'll come up with an answer. So if you ask yourself why you're depressed, then you'll just think of a lot of reasons why you're depressed. Right. If you say, how can I make myself happy? Right. It's the same thing. Right, it's the same thing. Right, but, but the reason I'm saying that is because really, ultimately, if you're really true about your questions, it'll, you'll, you'll really come to the answers. That's the truth. If you really, it's not just about asking the question. It's about really wanting to know uh, the answer. truth, wanting an answer. You don't want an answer. When you say that's what God be saying, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening is not a question, it's an answer. You know what I'm saying? Why is this happening to me? Which means I'm angry. Oh, why is this happening? No, if you want to know why is this happening to you, because maybe you got to get your life together. Maybe you're living a, you're, you're not doing things right. Hashem is trying to give you mess- messages. Yes. Complaining, very good, thank you. Very good, beautiful. Right, correct. Complaining, very good. Thank you, Ellie. Beautiful, Ellie. I like that. That's good, 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 good. I like that. So really, let's just, we'll, we'll, we'll end off with this. If you're asking a question to complain, then you're not asking a question. If you're asking a question to get the answer, then then clarify, because question give you answers. Why do I keep on giving into this taiva? Why? That's a great question. Why do I feel depressed? Great question. Like Ellie's saying, am I just sitting there saying, hey, why am I so depressed? Why, why do I keep on going and giving it into the taiva? So you're not asking a real question. You're just disguising a question, a complaint with a question. But if you ask yourself, why do I have anxiety? Great question. How many books have you read on anxiety? That's a better question. That's a better question. Why am I so anxious? Maybe because you didn't read any book on anxiety. Why am I still suffering so much? Maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe you're not doing something right. Maybe. Oh, yeah, Ashreno, 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 Baruch Hashem. Yes. Like what Yaakov was saying, the seven habits, he said that a person should imagine they're at a funeral, and then you think what they want to feel. At his funeral. Right, right, right. Also, so right. That's one thing. Also, to Paul Rabbi, he said that you should just sit down and write it. Write what the mission statement is, and don't worry about like maybe it's not right. You could always change it. You write it down, and just sit, if everyone you want to missions, time, like what Gabi's asking, how do we know? Yeah. Just take the, take that time. Hundred percent. You know how many mission statements I've written? You know how many notebooks I've written? You know how many schedules I've made? You look at my schedule. Do you think I'm the most, the most e e uh, the most erratic, the most uh, you change things, so you change it up. So my mission, how, how big of a change is it already? It's not like people have changes. If you uh, be a Buddhist, be a Christian, or be a Yid. Okay, those aren't questions. That's Tam Shtusim. You know what I mean? That's Tam. No offense to anyone who has those questions. But it's, if you talk to me about it, it's Shtusim. I'm telling you, it's stupid. Right? That's, a, that, that's a different conversation. But I'm saying, how many questions a person has on that? You're, you're, not, serious. you're not serious enough about your Judaism. I mean, that's the bar. You're not going to be serious about your Christianity either, you know. I tell guys, they get nervous when they say it. They say, oh, oh you want to be Christian. Okay, so go, 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 go check into a, a, a monastery and go work like a dog. Be a masmid over there and then we'll talk. Oh, oh, how could you say that? You're the one who asked the question. How can I say that? Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, let them find. Go find a monastery. Go to, go to one of these neighborhoods over there and sit down and talk to an Arab how to become a Muslim. Because don't they hate? What do you want from me? Right? I'm trying to figure out Judaism. Go figure out Islam. Right? It's all excuses. That's all it is. Ashreinu. Baruch Hashem, we have a Mesil Yisharim. Baruch Hashem, we have, we have the tzaddikim who tell us 
And I love this. I love this so much. Because the next line is he's going to talk about the next world, which we'll talk about Amir Tashem next time we're together. But what I love about the Sefer is, is that the irony of the Sefer is it's about living a quality life over here. That's what it's about. Hashem designed this world for a Jew to enjoy, to enjoy uh, Judaism, to enjoy the world. Like I've said many times, I don't know if you heard this one, right? Judaism isn't difficult. Don't get people, I don't think you were here when I said this. Judaism is, is not what's difficult to, for, for people. It's your life is what's difficult. You, you think that it's the Judaism that's difficult. It's not the Judaism that's difficult. You, you, you'd have a difficulty whatever you'd be doing. Just what happens is you, you mix it with Judaism. You mix it with the Torah when it's the exact opposite. Your life would be miserable, would be, is miserable stamaza, your life is miserable. The way to fix that is you have to have someone like the Mesil Sisharim, have the tzaddikim teach you. Like, like Rabbi Simcha Rabbah told me this morning from one of the tzaddikim that says that, that uh, depression and, 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 uh, and gaiva and ego go hand in hand. Depression and ego go hand in hand. Right? Atzus and gasus aruach are all the same. It's the same thing. That's what the tzaddikim teach us. A happy person has clarity. A happy person is a person who asks himself questions about his life. A person who follows other people, who let, is able to let go, who's able to get out of his own Dalit Amas. He's able to get out of his own, his own head. Our problem in our generation is our head. Our head, we're, we're so stuck in our own head. We believe all these crazy thoughts that we have about these stories that we have. It all comes from, believe it or not, I'm not talking about just um, comes from movies. I'm saying it comes from that whole mentality that you can watch stories. You're watching, like you're watching non-truths. So Amelia, you can make up all these stories. Okay, it's a different conversation. Shem, help us. Help us all. Help Klai Yisrael. Shem, uh, help us be together that, that, that uh, we're able to, to forget our past. We're able to really move forward. We're able to move forward. To move forward, to move, move forward, to be able to live the life that we want to live and not to be chained and to be, to be in prison from our, from our past experiences and the past experience that we think define us. Don't let anything define you. Define yourself. Create the life that you want to live. As Rav Simcharaba always says, and it's one of the best statements, don't have a good day, create, as Yaakov Schmidman said so beautifully, create the day that you want to have. And the only way to do that is by remembering that today is all you got. That's all you got is today. So Hashem, help us all live today to its fullest, with love, with happiness, and clarifying why we're here on this planet. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Yeah.